All right, we are live on the podcast. The Grip got a very special guest today. Really excited to talk to him. I'll let you know in a second after I do playlist shuffle. Here we go. Oh, this is old. This is um, an old uh, Christian rapper I used to listen to, SFC. I loved his music and his production. Okay, welcome to the Grip Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Sky Osborne. This is episode oh man, 33, I think. And uh, you can follow the Grip Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Let's uh, say Podbean, Spotify. Uh, just search the Grip. The T-H-E Grip, G-R-I-P. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, at The Grip Podcast, and on Twitter under Matthew Sky Oz, O-Z as in Zebra. Uh, get your Be Humane wristbands. They are $5, uh, $1 shipping. They are supposed to be a conversation starter. You see the wristband. Or somebody sees a wristband, they ask you what it is, you tell them what your big humane issue is. Police brutality, feminism, civil rights, global warming, you name it. And if you know me in person, I'll get you one in person. No shipping, it's $5. And uh, that just supports a really good cause and uh, me just trying to put some good out in the world. Uh, please make sure you share the podcast, tell your friends and family about it. Uh, we want to grow the podcast and keep these conversations going and, uh, you know, help help make the world a better place. And I know that sounds cliche and corny, but that's what it is. I really want to let this song play for a second, but uh, my guest is on a tight schedule. So uh, he is going to have a limited amount of time. So let me turn this down. Song. Uh, our, our guest today is going to be um, Bill Butler, famous, world-known roller skater. Yes, I said it, roller skater. For those of you who don't know, you're going to you're about to know. You're about to find out. Um, this this guy is um, quite the uh, quite the person, and I'm honored to know him. I've known him for a while. He's a friend of mine. And uh, I asked him to come on the podcast and uh, talk about some things. And so we're going to do that in just one second here. Hello. Bill, you there? Can you hear yes, me? Yes, sir. There you yes, are. Yes, sir. There you are. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so happy that you um, agreed to do this. I, I was just talking about you for a second uh, before I called you, letting people know a little bit about who you are, but I'm going to let you do all that. But just want to let them know that you're the guy. You know, you're, 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 you're the guy. You're the man, you know? I see. 
you're, uh, you're, you're, you're the guy, man. Uh, you know, I'm honored well, to thank know you. you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm honored to know you. Um, I'm surprised you still pick up the phone when I call and, uh, and talk oh. to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could hardly n- not be the man and, and uh, don't pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's real practical. You got to be able to make moves and talk to people and get things done, which you do. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Um, like, I know you as, you know, Bill Butler and, and I have, you know, the, my, the names I call you and I don't, that's between you and me, I guess, you know, and, and, and family and what they call you. How do you want the people to know you and, 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 and refer to you? Um, I have different names. Yeah. I have, I have Bill. I have B-Man. I have W-O. I have Oscar. I have Junior. <laughs> and I have my man. So I am filtered with names. Oh, yeah. I think it's the category in which I know you as a person as to which one of those names you might use at any given time. Right. Yeah. So, yes, I'm uh, I'm full up with names. So <laughs> I'm, I'm good to go in many different genres. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, um instead of me just kind of explaining, you know, how I see you, um, can you just take a minute and, uh, let everybody know who you are, who don't know who you are. I said, you know, they can Google Bill Butler (laughs) and and get some information, but, um, do you mind just telling the people who you are and what you do and, um, you know, how how you contribute to the world? (laughs) I would love to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to start off, uh, pretty much as uh, with the name. My name is William Oscar Butler Jr. I hail from Detroit, Michigan. I am a roller skater. That's my thing. And that's something that I've been doing since... I was 10 years old. I was born in Detroit in 1933. I am currently 85 years old. And if I should make it, I'll be 86 in December. And you don't look it, by the way. (laughs) Well, thank you very much. I just want to let everybody know also behind that statement that I didn't give you any money. <laughs> no, I think if anybody saw you, they would be like, nah, that, he ain't 85. <laughs> no way. Especially when they see you skating. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Uh, I always tell them if I shave and, and shave all my hair off and my beard and everything, uh, I've been known to look in my eighties. For 40 years old. Yeah. So uh, I'm very fortunate in the, in the looks, look department. 
But I don't think anyone should have to ever sweat their age. Yeah. I think what we, I think what we should uh, be more concerned about is how we treat ourselves and uh, trying to, at the utmost, take care and be as healthy as possible because we owe that to ourselves. So if we can get around the uh, things that we inherit from our parents and God knows where else, uh, if we can get past that, if there's anything that we have to get past, if we could do that, I think we've accomplished a lot in that department where life itself is concerned. So that's number one. Try to be as healthy as possible in your lifetime. Stress-free, if at all possible. Try not to be uh, worried about anything, but concerned about what's necessary. Know the difference. Try to keep yourself in the vein of being forgiving, having uh, empathy, knowing that you just soon learn and not think you know everything. Be willing to help if at all possible. Be willing to know when you need help. Know that it's okay to ask for help. In other words, it's okay to have an ego. But it's better to have an ego with the edges kind of trimmed off, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Smooth off the edges so you won't run over yourself. <laughs> Just know that you need someone. No one should be without someone. We should all have someone. That is paramount. If you can acquire that and know what is necessary in life and watch out for all that glitters isn't gold. I think you'd be just fine. Spoken very well. I'm sorry. You said spoken very well. I mean, that to me is prime. If you could just do that, and I think it starts early on. In fact, I'm sure it does. And if more time was spent in our adolescent days in that caretaking be more taken care of, this world would be just a touch better than it is. If we can find 
that passageway, that pass, that clearing, if we can see that light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how small, but just that little light continuously, I think you're going to be all right at the end of it. So if we could, if we could grasp that along the way, take out all the uh, if ands and buts by having that ad- ad- adolescent training. If we can get that pure and clear and with no holes barred, I think we'd just be just so much better off. Mm-hmm. Let alone at the end, but as we go. Yeah. The growing process would be much easier. And it's all right to fall down, get a little mud on your shoes or on your shirt cuff, get up, brush it off, keep moving. No, it's not the end of the world. It's okay. Dirt was to be gotten on you so you can have the experience of brushing it off. I think if you go through life and never get a chance to do that, I think you, you, you've been cheated. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've heard that before. It's like that thing I've heard people say, like, you can't know happiness unless you've known sadness or, you know, you, exactly. You have to experience both in order to appreciate. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And if we could, if we could just make sure that we get our fair share of that, man, it's just great. Mm-hmm. It's just great. You know, and what I do with roller skating as an example, and this is the best example is myself, mm-hmm. is I always wanted to be the best roller skater since I was a kid. Not just learn how to roller skate, but I want to be the best. And I could have done done a lot of other things in my life, but I chose to roller skate. So I had to do other things in order to, to be able to maintain life, but always keep roller skating close to my heart, something that I love to do. And that's what I have... I've been blessed with that, and that that I, I'm sure I'm I'm just so sure that that's has so much to do with my longevity up to this point, because I found something that I love to do, and I've been able to do it for a long time. Now you might say, uh. So, Bill, are you the best roller skater? You might say that. So my answer would be, I'm an advanced beginner. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm an advanced beginner. So in that statement, it would mean approach me with caution. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And you might, you might survive it. Yeah. Yeah. Come at me with caution and we might all walk away with something. Yeah. But if you come in a hurry, I'll I'll just I'll just smash you right away. <laughs> but if you have if you have some humility about you, and you you're gonna meet me because you want to learn something, or you just want to do, and in the interim, I want to share with you what I know and have at this point, then we both win. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. But if you come at me, like they said, it's better to be thought a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubts. So it's uh, another thing. Would you rather be smart or intelligent? So I think I would rather be intelligent so I would know not to be too damn smart yeah like a smart can get you in trouble yeah it can get you in trouble especially if you don't have what is necessary to keep smart in the area in which it should be used yeah. so that sums it up pretty much where I'm concerned and how I see and feel about life. Yeah. We all have what we have. And if we all come together for the right reason at the right time, we'll all be prosperous without a doubt. No doubt in my mind at all. No doubt. Absolutely. I mean, well, you obviously got a great energy about you. and It's it's one of the things that attracted me to you, um, you know, in the first place. But I feel like we kind of jumped into the deep end here. Uh, because I, I talk about roller skating obviously to this day. And when I do that, um, so many people, black, white, every, every race, every gender, they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, you know, roller skating, like it's still a thing. And I was part of that group for a period of time until, uh, I met you, you know, back in Columbus, Ohio, where um, I got hooked up with uh, Desi and a few other people. Um, And when they brought me in to the world of roller skating, it blew my mind. I mean, (laughs) you know that. Like, it blew my (laughs) mind. Like, it it was like this whole underground community of people that was just, like, 
I don't, I mean, just like secretly almost like, it was like this whole other world <laughs> that you just didn't mm-hmm. know existed. It's a lot yes. of people, you know? Yes. It's from city to city, style, cultures, personality. It's just like a huge family. And you know I got sucked in, man, because uh, there was a period of time where I was all over the place. I was going to Atlanta to see you. I I would I was I was just trying to be around it <laughs> as much as I could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I remember vividly. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think it was I think that was I think it was Desi who introduced me to you and um. Yeah, it was Desi. Was it Desi? Okay, and mm-hmm. um, it was that I can't. Remember, I think it, it was. Uh, I can't remember the name of the event in in Columbus, but it's the one each year in oh, February. Oh, icy hot, icy hot. That's the one. And mm-hmm. going to that and just seeing that, you know how each city, like Chicago or, or Los Angeles or Detroit, would come in and represent their 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 city mm-hmm. and their own style of skating. Mm-hmm. Um, yet and still, everybody was still just together and on the same page. It, it just it blew my mind, and I just I don't think roller skating gets enough attention. Um, I don't think it's 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 covered the way it needs to be covered. Um, when I I might be getting ahead of myself here, but like when I saw that documentary on HBO, um, United Skates, I think is what it was called, the one you were in. Yes. And they talk about how, you know, the black community, uh, it's one of the places we get together, you know, and, 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 and have a good time mm-hmm. and how rinks are shutting down all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a sad thing. It, it's, it's a fight that I, you know, keep trying to, to, to have and, and, and push for, um, mm-hmm. don't really know where I was going with all that. Just to say that I, Roller skating is just a thing that a lot of people aren't aware is still a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. It's uh, uh, it's for for too many reasons misunderstood, and I don't think it gets its fair share as a sport. Yeah. Because um, there's an under undercurrent of racism, and it's overshadowed by uh, glitter and, and 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 all the lights and stuff. You know, when you go in the ring, mm-hmm. you know all the uh, as uh, I think they refer to it as bells and whistles and so forth. Yeah, but there's still racism, and it's a sad thing because, be it not that way, it would have more. I guess you could call it. I don't. I don't want to use the word popularity because that's not really it. It would have more depth. I would. I think that's a better word. It would have more depth in terms of a sport being enjoyed by people per se. 
mm-hmm. having nothing to do with racism at all. You like skating, I like skating, and that's the end of it. You know what I mean? So you don't have to, you like skating, but you can't really enjoy it because you're not the right color, you're not the right size, or you don't speak the right way or language, if you will. It shouldn't be anything like that. It should just be a sport being enjoyed by everybody. You know, all you need is skates and nerve (laughs) (laughs) to get on something that rolls underneath you. Yeah. And it should end right there. And let the rest just happen. So you take a guy like me, I design and put together a particular type of roller skating that's universal in the sense that if you learn this technique, you can learn any other technique. Because you have the ability to roller skate. Now you want to take the ability to roller skate and turn it into something else. That's what this technique does for you. As opposed to other styles of roller skating, that's all they do. They only have one style. This technique that I use is about roller skating. So all you have to do is learn how to roller skate and now you can skate, period. And that's the difference. End of story, done. Mm -hmm. Pairs and trios. When I went to New York in 1957, guys never held hands. You couldn't catch a guy putting his hands in another guy's hand to skate. To skate, which is called pairs, as opposed to a boy and a girl, no sweat holding hands, being called a couple. Mm-hmm. Never happened until I ended up in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Now, now you look at it now. It's a style. Everybody's, huh? It's a style. It's, it's a way people skate. Exactly. Well, this is the same thing I'm talking about, about racism. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. I was out on Long Island, New York, 1979. And I was teaching a bunch of white kids. The only black kid in that group was my son. They never held a guy's hand either. I changed that in a day. Yes. 
pairs, trios, foursomes. I teach all four how to deal with physics and movement. Nobody else teaches that. But I do. Because I remember that kid that wanted to be the best skater in the world. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm supposed to be doing these things. Mm -hmm. And as you said earlier, what have you, what have you contributed? What is your thing? You know, like when you're born, they, they, they want to know well, what we all we have all these things already. So what are you gonna? Well, now what are you gonna do? We have the ABCs. We have um, cars. We have cell phones. We have you name it. What are you gonna do? Are you just gonna become a part of what we have already, or are you gonna bring something absolutely new? And if we know anything about the Bible, it says there's nothing new under the sun. So. Is it going to be new to us? That's the only person that would have to be influencing is one of us because we don't know enough about the world to figure out whether or not it's new or not. But if we go by what is said in the Bible, it's nothing new. It might be new to you, but it's nothing new to the world. We just can't put a mark on it to say whether it's new or not, other than being told by the scripture that there's nothing new. Nothing. So, take your pick. So anyway, the skating thing I can speak for because I've been doing it so long. And like I said earlier, I'm just an advanced beginner, but be cautious. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for those who don't know, um, I wanted to ask you, because um, you brought up um, how you, how racism plays into roller skating being more well-known. Um, I want to ask you, what ways have you seen, um, I guess, racism play out in roller skating, like, are you see, do you see it in how the rinks are managed, how they're run, how they're, are they shut down, the, the rules? Like, what do you, what do you see? Or what well, you let's go with shutting down first. Mm -hmm. I think, depending on how, you know the game Monopoly? Yeah. If you study that game, really know that game, and understand that game, that's how the world runs. Exactly like that game is played. All you have to do is just think about it. Mm -hmm. So, back to the question. Racism playing a part. In terms of places shutting down, if the property where the rink sits is not owned by the person that's got the rink on that property. It's so easy to tear that building down and put a garage there. 
or park trucks or whatever because they don't own the property. They lease the property. Uh, they lease the building that's on the property. Mm-hmm. And that's the deal. So if you got somebody, as an example, that's in business, white or black, the key is to own the property. Do not be leasing. So however that plays out is how it goes, but it's more prevalent if property gets taken out from under you because the arrangement or the business transaction that took place, you didn't make an ironclad deal in the first place. So that could be one of many other reasons Mm -hmm. for this rank to close. So the owner of the property just don't have to renew your lease. Period. Straight up, straight up racism. Usually roller skating per se in a so-called upper middle class white neighborhood. If at all there is any integration, if at all, and I use that term very strongly, if at all there's any integration is because the people of color, depending on how the owner of this, I I, I guess I can use the term uh, basically, or should I say 100% white, you will have a night. And this goes way back in the early days, uh, late 30s, early 40s, and and up to today, they came up with what is called Soul Night. One night a week, this took place where colored people, they weren't called black people in those days, they were called colored people could frequent the rink. And the rules for that night were totally different than those of any other night where all the people that would come to that same rink that were white would have different rules for that one night. And as I and I say again, it was called Soul Night. And some of the skating rinks up to this day, 2019, the same thing applies. However, the one thing that has changed drastically is the amount of nights that not a black people can come to the rink more than one night in a week. 
Now, for a couple of reasons that took place, because money is money. So therefore, if for whatever reason that there an overwhelming amount of black people will come into the rank as opposed to white people, then because business is business, then they're going to go with the volume. So for whatever the reason that skating with white people might have dwindled and the occupancy of black people have risen, we're going with the black people because we're going to make more money. So at the end of the day, as times change, people move around and become whatever they become by virtue of where they live and where they spend their money as to how things might be run in that would-be or current community. So that's what's happening as we speak. So you're closing down because you've been made a better deal or you don't own the property. You're just leasing. So therefore your lease is up. Doesn't have to be renewed. So you got to go black or white. It doesn't matter. But for most part, people that know business well enough, they know all this, whether or not what puts them in good shape or not, whether they're going to own this property or they're going to lease. So they know right up front how they're doing it. If they're good, savvy business person. Mm-hmm. So that's the deal with that. But the same guy that comes to you, a white owner of a skating rink, you come into his place of business four times out of a week of seven days. He puts his arm over your shoulder and he refers to you by your first and or last name. Doesn't matter. That same person for the for the for the sake of any argument that might be had, he is not and or will not for the most part ever invite you to his house. As close as you will get to him is in that rank. So when the hand goes over the shoulder and he walks around with you, to pay your salary for whatever you're doing in his rank. He doesn't have to sweat you for the most part because you'll never see or darken his doorway at his house. So he doesn't have to, he can do that for years to come. You know what I mean? So it's still racism. It's just unforeseen. So until all of that is gone, And we're going to treat people like people and have this guilt-free, loving of the sport. And as you said earlier about how how it's run, how it's managed. And when it's managed and run the right way across the board, it will continue to be that way because it's safe. 
It ain't going to hurt nobody as long as I treat you halfway decently. Make it, comfort make it comfortable for you. Spend the money. Make sure that you got a nice sound system. You got a nice place for people to come. You don't have to have nobody over to your house. You see? So, it, so it's... Uh, uh, take your choice. If it's something that's ingrained in the family, like you have one family that might own 20 rinks. Sparkles, as an example, here in Georgia. And who knows? They could have other properties in other cities, for that matter. Because, like they say, once there's a monopoly, then depending on what monopoly we're talking about, is who's allowed to have that a monopoly, if at all, is to be had. But for the most part, it's for white people only. As an example, there's a joke that's been said about white people. If you're white and you're in America, a white man, let me put it that way. If you're a white man in America and you're not making it or you haven't made it yet, that's on you. Which means in this country, America, talking about let's make America great again, it's always been great for white men. So what's, what do what you got to be making it great again for? It's great already. Now you want to make it greater. Let's make damn sure that it stays great for white men. So if you haven't made it and you're white, you're just lazy. That's that's your problem. As, as as the joke goes, it's on you. It's just on you. Until another time and another place comes along, that's the way it's going to be. It was never set up ever for it to be shared, especially among black people or colored people. The forefathers were white men. Making the rules for everybody. Who ever heard of such a thing, calling it fair? It was never fair in the first place. Mm -hmm. So you do what you do based on what has been done already. So it's just, we're talking about just roller skating. <laughs> I'm talking about the gamut. 
across the board. Here you go to college, you, you, you spend X years, money. You come out of college, you go to get a job, and the person that's giving you, you're gonna, gonna look at what it is they have to look at to see whether or not you're qualified. They didn't even finish college. And this person is white. The person that's applying for the job is black. The most unfair situation you ever want to see will take place with this uneducated person that's talking to this educated person for this job is just unbelievable to think that that transaction is going to be fair. It should be done through a computer and nobody seeing nobody until it gets to the employer and he's white or she's white. So at the end of the day, somebody's got to see somebody. So it's just a matter of time is when you cut off. You can be as educated as you need to be and then some. There's always that place with the big stop sign. And it's just a matter of time. The white man has all the jobs in which to give everybody, black, white, you name it. That's why it says, if you're white in America and you ain't made it yet, you're just lazy. That's all I got to say about you. You're just lazy. And it's on you. So it's a hard fight to be fought from day one. Yeah, I was um, thinking while you were saying that. I, I, first of all, I can't even imagine the roadblocks you faced, you know, coming up, um, in this country because I'm 39 and you know, some of the things I've pursued and, uh-huh. you know, yes, sir. um, from the skating rink to, um, I tried to open a recording studio in Columbus, Ohio once. And, um, I, I may have told you briefly about this and I won't go too far into it, but um, I think at the time I may have been 27 or 20. No, wait, I may have been like 29, 20, something like that. And um, I had come into some information about a piece of property um, in Columbus, Ohio, that was um, going to be, I guess, torn down and it was vacant, this vacant building. And I found out about some grant money that uh, at the time President Obama had set aside for um, urban communities um, that was just granted 
you know, just like a grant. You didn't have to pay it back or anything. And uh, I found this money and long story short, had put together this business plan, did all this work, had a CPA. Uh, I got Chase Bank to the table for like a million dollars. And um, I went to the city with all this information and the city kept putting up, you know, roadblocks and I overcame each roadblock until it became unreasonable where they wanted me to pay for an environmental assessment of the land, which was like $500,000 or something. And there was no guarantee I would get the property after I did the environmental assessment. Mm. And so they're just like, you're just gonna have to take that risk. And I was like, do I look like a damn fool to you? <laughs> mm. You know, and, mm. and all the business people I had talked to at that time, white and black in the city were like, that's madness. Like nobody, even if you had the money would do that. If you're going to spend that kind of money, you need to guarantee you'll get the property or they're, or they're going to do something for you. Exactly. You know, so long story short, they never wanted me to have that property. There you go. <laughs> you know, and you see? they kept, once they saw I wasn't going away and that I kept overcoming, they were like, okay, we got to get rid of this guy. They wanted it for whoever they wanted it for, but it wasn't, it wasn't me. And I'll just say this. The building now has been um, property. The area has been revamped, and there's no black owners. Well, that's surprising. <laughs> uh, you call you, it whatever you, you want to call it. I'll just say, ain't no black people in charge. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm amazed to hear that. <laughs> I thought we were moving up. <laughs> I thought that's what, 10 years? My God. And I'm still talking the way I'm talking to you about this thing. Yeah, and I'm a is young that, guy at the time trying to do this. You see? You know? You see? Oh, man. So, so the bottom line is when we use the word or even attempt to use the word fair, what? Why should it even be about fair? Why why should we have to even discuss fairness? As long as you meet the qualifications of a deal, it would seem to me it would be who gets there first with the deal, as long as there is a deal. First come, first say, sir. You know what I mean? First come, first serve. It shouldn't be, it has to be, well, no, if we're going to do this, we carve this out, but they must be black. Or they must be ethnic. Or they must be, no, because there's too many white people, so we got to kind of even things up a bit. So let's leave the rest for blacks. It's like having... In a block in Georgia on yeah. Peachtree Street, 10 hamburger joints and nine of them being black owned. Or pick the establishment, same number, same situation. It's not happening. 
it's enough if it's 10 hamburger joint and it's one black owner. Then it's the other way around because the nine other places are going to make all the money and ain't nobody even going to go to the black place at all. Yeah. So hooray for nonsense. But I, I've always had this thought, Bill, that because of that, how the way things are set up, if if we're able to, and I mean people of color, if we're able to still navigate that system and make something happen, I always felt like that that makes us just that more smarter, just that more edgier, just that more better I, I, at the I, game. Listen, I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. I have a system that I've thought about with roller skating. That's going to just knock illnesses of various grade levels right out the box with roller skating. Emphysema for one, bad breathing for two, increased lung capacity just by using the right type of music and just by skating a particular way to increase the value and put exclamation points on the cardiovascular scene altogether the way I want to do it. And I'm hardly a surgeon, but a surgeon of another kind. Mm -hmm. You see, the way I want to run and put together a skating ring. So it's not just a technique. It's not just a way of skating. It has other facets to it at the end of the day. The engineered concept of the interim That's going to be the end all. Rather than go to a gym and be frowning every time you pick up a weight, you're going to be laughing, carrying your own weight. Every stride you take. Mm -hmm. Changing the music every 38 seconds instead of every three minutes. Now you got to have a lot of music. You got to have a lot of endorphin rush by virtue of what I just said. Every 38 seconds, change the music and you see less people, if not everybody, skating as opposed to sitting down. Mm-hmm. Now the DJs are now really acclimated into producing serious segues and taking DJing to another level. And everybody in the rink, everybody, not just a few, but everybody being on the same stride at the same time, like it was just one person in the rink. 
everybody on the left foot at the same time, everybody on the right foot at the same time. Try it on for size and see if it fits you. Mm-hmm. Trios, where you can take logarithms and play with them like a baby plays with a chew toy. I'm sorry, a chew toy. Like mm-hmm. a toy. Mm-hmm. And could care less because babies don't discriminate. They don't want to know from nothing. They just want to play. Yeah. And have a good time. So you're going to turn your ex-body self into a kid for real for four hours. And feel better than you've ever felt in your life. And you don't have to take nothing. No, take this for two days and come back and tell me how you feel. It would be the greatest thing. Now, you're going to want to own a skating right now. Because business is going to be great. You can even have the joint open 24 hours. The way this world is today. You know what I feel like you're doing right now? For people listening that I don't think you're really listening. <laughs> there's this line in uh, one of Jay-Z's songs where he says, I'm giving you a million dollars worth of advice for nine ninety nine. Yeah, see? You dropping nuggets, man. <laughs> <laughs> you dropping nuggets. Well 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 as the as the guy would say, well I I mean to be doing that. Yeah. That's exactly what I wanna be doing. Letting you know it's all good. It's so simple. It's so simple. It's so simple. Understand it. It's just like the air that you breathe. That's how much we need to be trying to get away from each other. If you have to breathe something different than me, being of any race in this world as we know it, then and only then will Bill Butler, Oscar Jr., be willing to separate from anybody else on this earth. Other than that, I'm your brother, I'm your sister, I'm your father, I'm your mother, I'm this or that or and the other. Simple as that. When that day comes that I'm to take an air other than you, then and only then will I separate. Yeah. <clears throat> like how you put that. I have no qualms about nobody. If you don't harm me or even think of it, it's okay. Treat me like I'm in another country somewhere. You can't 
start nothing with me. I can't start nothing with you because we're too damn far apart. Well, treat it like that. Because my mother used to say to me, if you mind your own business, you'll have enough to do. Mind your own business. And you'll be damn busy. Leave people to themselves. Leave them to themselves. And we'll all just be just fine. Mm -hmm. Come together when we need to come together. Do the best we can when we are together. And we will then be hard to be reckoned with. That's why I say when you come to me, when it comes to roller skating, come with caution and good behavior. And you just might survive it. Other than that, I'm going to skate you into the floor. Now, if you want to be coming to me for real, then we can just get better because of each other. Or as good as we want to be. Take your choice. But it certainly won't be harmful. That's the point. No encroachment. That's the point. Skating partners is better than anything. It represents your two legs. It says, how do you create? How many strides does it take to make four? The answer is two. So if you if you can get that in your head, then it's good to go. So people have to realize that we don't know enough in life to be messing with somebody else about something. Because it wasn't meant to be that way. It's just like we wake up one morning and go out on the highway and, and don't find no signs for how to get somewhere. And you see the biggest mess you've ever seen in your life. Especially when you, it's like going into a subdivision and no street names. Unless you're from that subdivision and you have traveled all through that subdivision, you'll get lost yourself and you live there. We all need each other. Simple as that. So wherever you find somebody smart, you're going to find somebody that just ain't got it together. We need each other. But it has to be extenuating circumstances for us to realize that sometimes it's just too late.
Love me or leave me. That's all. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody. I always make the joke, Hitler had a girlfriend. Hmm. Hannibal. He had a girlfriend too. All these big, rough and tough guys and so forth and so on, or whatever their persona was perceived to be, had a mate. At some point, this person was the most humble. The most humble. To the point of, I can't believe it. Is that Adolf Hitler being hugged or hugging somebody or kissing somebody or making love to somebody? Nah. Stalin. All these guys. It's amazing. So at the end of the day, all I want to do is just roll a skate and get everybody that I can that understands it, roller skating too. Do and then all these other things you want to do. Because this imperfect world that we live in is going to have you doing any and all of these other things. I love this sport of roller skating. I didn't invent roller skating. Skating was invented uh, to record, I think, in the 1700s. I didn't come along until the 1900s. <laughs> so that means I meant it was meant for a guy like me to give pay homage to the guy in the 1700s that put that together. I needed him. We all need a bridge in which to get across to the other side. Or whatever concept you wish to use to get the through your head. What conduit? How, how do we get? How, what, what, what do we do? Why is it that we have to guess when you're being mistreated? You already know. Somebody makes money off of finding out and figuring out why this person mistreated you. You got to pay somebody to get a fair shake in life. Why is that? Why do we have to do that? If you had to sit down and write down on a piece of paper how many things in this life do we really need 
Do you know how many people would be out of a job? Are these so-called jobs that they have? That's called a job? What do you really need in life? Not what you want. What do you need? What do you really, really need? Boy, it'd be so much further less than you got. I'll tell you that. Much less than what we have if we just had what we needed. Too many of us wouldn't even understand. No, I gotta have this. Yeah, I gotta have. I just can't do without. I'm telling you, you let a situation come about that you better, by virtue of the situation, you're going to be without, and you'll see what you can do without. Real quick. Real quick. You know, it takes a situation. When they, you know, you get to a point, you say, ah, I'd never eat that. Yuck. All you have to do is be hungry enough. And boy, you'd be surprised what you eat. <laughs> <laughs> boy, I'm telling you. So, if you can understand the simplicity of life, we would be so much better off. We just spoil to hell. We spoil. Spoil. And we're rotten with 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 envy. We're rotten with disbelief. We're rotten with all of these things that make a life not worth living sometimes by virtue of uh, all this abundance of ignorance that we then stacked up in our lives and it's so painful for us. And if we if we had the 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 way with all to, to speak on it and knowing that if we do, just to get it, as we say, get it off our chest, we'd be so much happier. I'm the most happiest when I'm teaching. And I, I look at my students and I see them getting it. And I look at the ones that are not getting it and I look at what they're trying to do to get it. And no, it's it's two different things that is but the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a student tell me once, Bill, you have to give us a chance to four-letter word it up. You know what I mean? 
give us that mistaken space, that tri-spirit, that that place where we stumble, where we we all in the way of ourselves. Give us that space to do that. One of the best things I've ever heard. And always know that you can just do better. But you got to believe in yourself. You got to say, I'm, I'm heading in this direction. Not say, I'm going to make a deal with you. Now, I'll only go in this direction if I got this, 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 and this. Now you're making a deal. But if, you got, if you're willing to go in this direction, no matter what, that's different. That's what they call having balls. Say, I'm going for it, like you said earlier. I'm ready to take this on. They're gonna, they don't, no, this guy just won't go away. What are we going to do with him? Every time we say this, he, he's got something else to say. So. I hope I have enlightened you a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. And I hope that I've enlightened someone and that they can shape their current situation mm-hmm. and see their current situation one that can be different or one that has more push than they think that it has or have a little more view or a better view of themselves and what they're trying to do with their life with their lives in the sense that you can make mistakes. It's okay. You're going to make mistakes. You got to know that, but you got to have that drive to know that you're going to keep going. You have this, the, the audacity, the unmitigated goal to keep going until you can't go anymore. And you're going to be okay. Because sometimes okay is not as exactly what we seem or profess it to be. So be careful of the outcome being exactly how you see it. And just don't give up. Don't give up. Yeah, let me um, let me say this um, on our way out here uh, because I, I think you are um, personally the perfect example of um, you hear people talk about you know chasing your dreams and like you just said, not giving up on yourself and doing what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And all these like sayings you hear, I I think you are like the epitome of that, (laughs) you know, because (laughs) from what I've gathered, you know, your, your true joy comes from the relationships and the roller skating, you know, 
Something but, very simple. Yeah, and, and because you love that so much, and that's what, what you do, so many things have come from that that I've seen just from us being a spectator. You know, like most importantly, like the relationships that you've built with 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 people over over the years, and the places you've got to travel and go and see new things oh man listen skating has taken me places i I wouldn't have uh, digging into my pocket wouldn't have wouldn't have made it happen (laughs) yeah so let let me blow you up real quick you know like you worked on um uh roll bounce worked with bow wow on them yes Uh, yes mcdonald's commercials yes uh documentaries you yes. Know, you're all over the place, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You know, you're all over the place, man. I, 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 I wanted to ask you something. I never really have. We don't got to do this now, but I always, I'm always kind of curious in my head how, like, uh, how, how Hollywood, like, finds you. And I always, I'm always been curious about what those interactions are like. <laughs> Uh, but we could talk about that another time. Like I said, that's just yes, the personal. Yes, because I, I have a, I have a whole another story about that. Yeah, yeah. I always call it that phony place. But yes, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that. Yes, yes. You, you can be the world's biggest fool, but yes, we'll talk about it. Okay, sure. It'd be my pleasure. Sure. So, um, Bill, if people want to find out more about you or just learn more about you, um, where, where can they go? What can they do? Um, I'm getting a website together as we speak, and I'm working on my second book. I'm going to put that out soon. I've, I've had uh, some setbacks, uh, plus uh, uh, I've procrastinated some, and I'm trying to close some gaps because I'm doing so many things and I'm not as organized in some areas as I would like to be. So I'm trying to do these things and better equip myself to, to become more expediting. So I'm going to be very, very much in limelight with this website. So once I get that together and I'm going to make a big splash and, people will be able to keep up with me, those that wish to do so. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, maybe, if I had to guess, it's about a month away maybe. Okay. Yes, so I should have the website up and ready to receive information from those that might want to speak to me about anything that uh, they wish to, and I'll I'll, I'll try to speak to them uh, with just the wisdom that I have to offer them. What What's the first book, Bill? Say that again? What What's the first book? You said you're working on your second book? Yes, my second book. The first one is uh, no longer in print. It's just called Jammin', J-A-M-M-I-N apostrophe. Mm-hmm. J-A-M-M-I-N apostrophe. It's just about <clears throat> skating. And this book is a little more personal. It It, it has a lot to do with the technique, it is, uh, it's, it's, it's very technical to the extent that I'm trying to be, uh, a, a more aware 
if you will, giving to those that really feel that they need to know more about skating as opposed to just a skate book and you talk about skates, you talk about place, you talk about bands, you talk about wheels, you talk about um, uh, nomenclature and things like that. I'm trying to tell a story. I'm trying to give people uh, an assessment of the sport of roller skating and where just where do they fit. So I'm working on that and hopefully within the next month I'll have something that's more credible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so, um, I was going to say, just great to have you on, man. Well, thank you very much for having me, and it's been my pleasure. And like I said, I hope that I have uh, struck a note for somebody today. I'd be shocked if you didn't. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Okay. All good right. night. Good, good afternoon. Good night. Yep. Everybody, and I hope we will speak soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon, Bill. Okay, thank you so much. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There he is, Bill Butler. Um, friend of mine for some time. Love the guy. And um, always continue to work with him on ideas and things to try to see what we can come up with. Uh, just Google Bill Butler, and if you want to find more out about him, I'll make sure to post links uh, when he gets his website up, um, and, and make sure we support him and, uh, what he's doing. I feel like he's just getting started. Um, so let me go ahead and send us off here. Let me go to playlist of mine and see what we got. Just give me two seconds. Shuffle. <laughs> Mario Wines. I just need to talk to you Never for a second. All right, y'all. See y'all next week. Enjoy the music. I gotta get this off my chest. Listen. Really glad that you can take our time. Cause I've got a lot on my mind. And never thought that you would be that kind. Listen to them when they talk
You be 